This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jack Franchilli for Wahoo's 24-7. And as you can see, we have a guest on this week's show. Everyone has been asking for DJ to return to the show. It's been a year, DJ, since you've been on the show. And if you don't know who this is, this is DJ Wright. Also known as OG Who on Twitter, a pretty funny follow and a very good follow for Virginia fans to um, kind of find on Twitter. DJ, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, no problem. You know, it's it's part of the deal. It's just this this is us revving up to get ready for the season. So yeah, for sure. And it's been an active off season, uh, DJ, for UVA. Active in the transfer portal. You know, getting fans getting excited for. A newer look offense, a lot of new guys on that side of the ball. You were at the spring game. You got to see some of these new faces. Oh, yeah. What's your first initial reaction? Um, my first initial reaction, you know, coming off of the season that we just had, you know, and the shape and the form, the magnitude of that season, the impactfulness of that season. It was good to see the team play football again, and I got a sense of the team playing free. If that makes sense with a lot of the incohesiveness that we had last year, a lot of the bumps and the chains that were broken last year, it seemed like they were happy to be playing football. They looked together, and everyone just looked, it, even the fans, it was, it was a good environment. It was a very good environment. So that cranked my excitement back up, letting me be ready for the season again, for real. I was going to be ready regardless, but that let me know, you know, no matter what happens and no matter what you do, it's all about this hoop. And that's exactly yeah, what I got from that. Yeah, definitely more than just football on that day. A lot of emotions for the players, as we remember the Mike Collins first touchdown. But um, mm -hmm. speaking of – uh, just the football. I know last year we came in here and we did a game by game breakdown. We kind of went over the predictions and that was very popular with a lot of people. So we figured we would bring you back. So we kind of do that. And uh, we're going to go through with uh, ESPN's latest FPI re projections for Virginia's 2023 season. So we're going to start with uh, uh, game one. And for those of you who don't know, um, DJ also has a podcast on the Roll Up Network called The Hill. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But this is not the only place you get to find DJ. Um, so first game is Tennessee. ESPN is giving it a 9.6% chance for Virginia to win that game. So obviously the Vols is very highly favored. And I get it. SEC competition is going to be in a quote-unquote neutral site in Nashville, Tennessee. So obviously there's going to be a lot of fans coming in from Knoxville to watch that game. Um, they do have some highly rated talent. Now, the part where I'm kind of I, – I, I'm not choosing UVA to win here. I'm going to choose Tennessee. I'm just going to be transparent there. But they do have key players gone from that offense. And Virginia's defense is going to be the strength at the beginning of the year because they have the most veterans returning. So when you look at that Virginia D-line, you think, hey, they might win the battle of the trenches, get Joel Milton on his back foot early, give the offense a chance to assimilate to the game, assimilate to the noise. What are your thoughts there, DJ? Uh, I'm going to pick Tennessee with that one, but I'm put on my Lee Corso. Not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> it's a lot that goes into this game. You know, I'm a gambler, man. I, I take Virginia to cover. I don't even know what the spread would be. I'm pretty sure they're going to put it at like minus 17 and a half. 
I'm taking that. I think it's like I think on, it's like oh, over twenty points right now. Yeah, I'm taking all of that. And on the simple premise of this, you have a brand new offensive line, or a lot of key pieces on that offensive line that moved for Tennessee. You have a structured, well-oiled defensive line that has a lot of depth that beyond the first three to four, you're going to get the next three to four, and it's going to be the equivalent. So I think that that's going to be a bad one. And so, you know, they lost Jalen Hyatt to the NFL. They they had – I don't know if they had any corner uh, wide receivers hit the portal or not. But either way, you got a new quarterback with new wide receivers, which is a new report. We have a new secondary in which we all have seen and we all believe and have the faith in Rudd and Coach Cox, you know, their ability to coach the DBs because we saw a transformation in the defense in itself last year. So if we put that offensive line versus our defensive line, I like I like our chances. I think the game will come down to turnovers. Beyond turnovers, you know, UVA can't – we can't get ourselves in a situation like we found ourselves in so many times last year where, you know, we're getting multiple three and outs and we're not generating – any points whatsoever from missed field goals to missed opportunities, drop balls, missed passes, uh, uh, missed blocks. It's, it's, a, it's a whole thing that was going on last year, you know. So it'll be very interesting to see. I can't solely write us off and say we'll go out there and get our ass kicked. I can't do that. We can't do that because of just the matchups within the trenches. Of course, it'll be a good matchup to see. They they formidable defensive line versus our offensive line. We got a lot of new pieces in that situation. Mm-hmm. So either way, something's going to give on either side. But I don't think it'll be a blowout as much as Vegas does. That's at least what I hope. Yeah, that's a that's a tough opening game for Virginia on the schedule for uh for a new quarterback, a new offensive line to kind of get to know each other on a game day atmosphere. But the second game of the season, that's going to be a a lot of things will be going on. Not only are you playing an in-state team in James Madison, JMU, you're obviously going to see a lot of fans show up for this game, but the emotional aspect of this game, the first home game at Scott Stadium since last November's shooting and tragic events, this is going to be very emotional for this team too. ESPN is choosing Virginia at a 66.8%. Not a high percentage, but it's it's definitely a, a favorite for Virginia. I agree there. I think Virginia is, has more talent on the field than JMU. I think this is going to be more than football, though, DJ. I think the, the reason to highlight this game is what's the important part of this game is not just those touchdowns, is what this means for this fan base and for these players to play their first official game at Scott Stadium. Oh, yeah. I think uh, that's one That's one that I got in the W column. But I don't think it'll be an easy write-off. JMU, they've been doing really well over there in the mountains. They, they, I, like, I like JMU. I like the whole atmosphere. I had a lot of fun out there back in the day going to visit JMU on the drunk bus, shout it out. And it was very fun. That was fun. <laughs> they have a very good system. People love it. It's a great town. I, I'm cool with that, but we're gonna give them the business that day. It ain't it ain't personal, but it's just business, you know. You you got to start off strong and fast at home versus an in-state team where you got to show that you're a flagship school. They want to use the term and the phrase so much a flagship school. This is a game that you can consider one of those where you can start pouring the mortar on the concrete just to remind them i know you moved up but don't forget if you look broke go go put your laundry away or do everything before mom get home don't get yourself in trouble so i think we need to go handle business i think we take that game like i said i think it'll be a close game because they don't they don't close the gap they don't close the gap recruiting wise talent wise they they close the gaps on they've closed the gap from a, from a real perspective. 
they close the gap. So it won't be a pushover game. You, if they come in high-headed thinking they, they run the city, they'll be, it'll be just like, I can't remember, I think it was like 2008 or nine, some along them lines, maybe later than that. It had to be later than that. When Virginia Tech and JMU went out there and they beat Virginia Tech, I was at JMU that day. A glorious scene. It'll be just like that. We don't want that here. <laughs> we don't want that here, I promise. Yeah, I feel like UVA's margin of error is going to be much smaller in the beginning of the year yes. until that offensive line works that chemistry together yeah. with Tony Musket. So the margin of error is going to be tiny for the first few weeks. And it depends on how much depth they build in that O-line and how comfortable they are with that rotation there, how much that margin of error will grow as the season goes on. But I, this is going to be an interesting matchup the next week where they're at Maryland for now a Friday night game. Originally it was slated to be Saturday. Now it's moved to Friday night. So a short week between JMU and Maryland. It's a rivalry that's been renewed. Um, it's the last time they faced each other was when Mike London was the head coach of Virginia and they was at College Park as well. Um, this, is, this is an interesting matchup for Virginia because this will test that Coach Rudd defense because of the passing offense that the Terps will bring. They bring in a very experienced quarterback um, who's completed like 69% of his passes last year. ESPN has it as a 19.7% win uh, for Virginia. So obviously they're fav favoring Maryland. I had to move my seat back. I was rubbing my hands. I was waiting. <laughs> I figured this wow, was coming. We been waiting, baby. We been waiting. We been waiting. I'm trust me. I'm going to make sure I'm going to do my part and make sure we know how important this game is. Beyond Virginia Tech, there you got two. You got two other rivals other than Virginia Tech. UNC. Don't nobody care about no stinky feet. Nobody cares about the little foot logo. We don't. We do. We do not. We don't. We don't. Maryland. <laughs> we on a whole nother. We on a whole nother level there. Mm -mm. Yeah, they they ran to the Big Ten because they was tired of getting their head kicked in. So I understand them though, but they can't run anymore. They can't run anymore. I think uh, I do think they will get this game. You know, their offense, of course, is established. Rakeem Jarrett, five-star wide receiver. You know, they got the little two, two a little brother. But I'm gonna tell you, he gonna he gonna learn that day. He gonna learn a lesson that day. Two a little brother, you, you listening? Any Maryland fan, you listening? You can bookmark it. You can stash it away. I don't care what you do. He's going to learn that day. This is me looking at you, telling you he's going to learn that day. <laughs> it's all about VA. Let me do it this way. There we go. On the camera. See it. <laughs> it's all about VA forever. We're trying to peel the shell off that back. Escargot is being served for everybody. And the people that don't know that is turtle soup. Disgusting, by the way. Don't ever eat it. Filthy. <laughs> Filthy. Don't do that. Uh, I, will, I will say he's going to certainly remember the name of Chico Bennett and Camp Butler and Virginia's yes. pass rush. I'm definitely glad that game and that series is back on. They might can take the first one. I'm with that. I'm with that. We got a lot to gel, but don't don't accidentally let TGP come out and be super hot, and the offensive line be a little bit gritty, which I kind of got a feeling because Big Bo Bowley's back, and then we got Uganda and Stevens, and uh, there's a little bit of continuity. That's a that's a word I can't stand right now as a Chicago Bulls fan. That's what we want to preach is continuity <laughs> with some of those old players. Disgusting. Makes my stomach hurt. But in this situation, continuity could be a big thing. And if, who knows? Like I said, if they can be a if they can come out and be a decent offense and take advantage of what's given to you. A turnover inside the opponents, you know what I'm saying, 20. Take advantage of the situation you're given. Then it, it, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But, yes, I do have Maryland as a W. It disgusts me. It hurts me to say it. It makes my stomach curl up like I've been drinking old milk for days. It's disgusting. But, yes. But I'm look, I'm really looking forward to that, that game. That's going to be a fun game that we just that, – that's a series Virginia needed to back right there. 
for Especially sure. with recruiting, man, recruiting yes. the DMV, North Virginia area, yes. Yes. Uh, the Baltimore yes. area. It's uh, definitely will help get, you know, some more eyes on those recruiting battles that Virginia is currently having against Maryland. Several for prospects, sure. Virginia is going head to head against Maryland and obviously Virginia Tech, but Maryland has been involved in many of those prospects that are expecting visitors, you know, this next few weeks. So yeah, definitely a big one to keep an eye on. Um, the next game is a very interesting matchup. Another Friday night game, the first ACC game of the year. What a first ACC game, DJ. Um, North Carolina State, NC State, obviously the return of Robert and I, Coach 2J, Brendan Armstrong. All these guys are going to Scott Stadium. My story is already written for me. I, I rewrote it already as soon as the schedule was out. I mean, it's it's you, you can't get any better first game of the ACC for um, for a reporter. And anyways, uh, I think Virginia would like to have maybe a couple more games going into it after a tough early start of the schedule. But NC State is coming in, and obviously there's a lot of questions on the offense. I feel like it's the same thing that the Virginia is facing. A lot of questions on the offense, and we're turning a very good defense. They both are kind of having the same type of entry into the season. Um, but at the same time, the Pack lost two great linebackers in Isaiah Moore and Drake Thomas. How good is Brendan Armstrong going to be with NC State? Is he going to be the two-year version of Brendan is he going to be BA that we saw last year? Is he going to see BA that we saw two years ago? So ESPN has NC State as the highly favored team at 27% for Virginia to win. I get it. I really do. I think NC State might sneak this win at Scott Stadium, but you know what? I am this close to picking UVA. It's kind of one of those situations where I want to see how UVA starts off the season because I can see UVA sneaking that win. If everything starts to gel, because I don't like what I, when you look at NC state, I have more, I have more about the same questions that I do at UVA on offense, but I feel better about UVA's defense. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying so hard to like keep a straight face and keep it going. I've been, I knew this one when this game was coming. I knew I was going to smirk and laugh. All I got to say is this, man. I know, B.A., baby Tebow, you know, he coming back. He coming back home. And uh, he going to try and show off. 2J going to have his guys hyped up for this game. You know what I'm saying? Robert. You know, we about to be facing like the 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 2017, 2018 version of UVA. Yeah, I'm saying, but I do want to throw in a little minor ad. MJ Morris, if you're feeling left out, you know who to call. Do you know who? <laughs> do you know who? Call us. We will cater to you. Go. <laughs> so I think you, it's going to be a game we win, for sure. I think that's, that, that's the, if the... If there was an upset on this uh, on this schedule... Uh, that would be one of them that I would circle. Yeah, we. Yeah. I mean, we didn't. We didn't play the NC State real good, I, and I love NC State too. That's a good area. I go down to Raleigh all the time. I have fun when I go down there. But again, it ain't personal. It's business. And uh, I, me myself, I'm picking us to win that game off the premise that I know what you coming with because I I know you for six seven years, player. I know what you got your highs and your lows. <laughs> And, and it would not, hey, somebody was like, it's going to be so funny when he tries a tackle screen. And I was like, please try it. Please. Please. You're going to be amped up. He's probably going to try to call the best I say, offensive you know, game we're, we're, of his we're, career. We're, we're, we're breaking down the games here. Um, you know, DJ, DJ Wright and me are breaking out the, the season. But I feel like I want to see the odds of throwing to an offensive lineman. Um, yeah, in the red yeah, zone, yeah. how high those those odds are in Vegas for this game? I think that yeah, that's what I want to know. That that's going to be. I, I, uh, so I think that joke is. I think that joke's never going to die in Charlottesville. I think that joke's going to just stay nah, forever. I feel like nah, I'm never going to stop that, listening that joke, to it. The offensive lineman pass is the equivalent of my boy hanging over the wall when Notre Dame scored that touchdown. The yes. biggest oof moment ever. Big oof, unbelievable, 
but you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And that reason is circling us right back to be together. So I think overall, we, we done played NC State well, period, the last couple of years. I just, the only thing I don't want to see out that whole game is I don't want to see Brendan run the ball. Not versus these guys on defense. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's where I think Virginia might be a little bit in trouble there. Until uh, I, I again, this is the this is this is the this is the thing. The early preseason projections is hard sometimes because you have so many questions, and the linebacker group is obviously a question that I have with Nick Jackson no longer there. I want to know what's going to happen. Um, but looking at that linebacker group, I there's a lot of great talent talent there. You have. Steve Bracey, you have Trey McDonald, you have a lot of these young talent up and comer, and then you have guys that have done this before, the other Jackson, James Jackson, you know, you also, yeah. you know, you have Josh Ahern back, so you have a lot of linebackers, but they know Brennan, so this is, this is the thing, you know, so it's going to be a lot of familiarity. They're going to be, they're going to be ready for them. The LBC. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. Mm. I'm like you. I think if there's going to be an upset, this is the, I have two games on upset on the schedule, and this is one of them. It's on the upset watch, so this is definitely one of them. Um, and then the next game is going to be at Boston College. ESPN has it at a 40.5% likelihood that Virginia wins. Honestly, that's little. That's close. Just giving a slight edge to the Eagles, and I think that's because they're the home team. But honestly, I, I can see, again, this is all about how quickly this offense gels together. This is a winnable game for Virginia. Yeah. But it is a road game, and UVA does has struggled on the road. So... It's one of those things on paper. I can see Virginia winning this. If it was at Scott Stadium, I would have no doubt, and I would put UVA as my projection because it's at home at Scott Stadium. But because it's on the road, it's harder for me to choose UVA, but matchup-wise, UVA should win this. Oh, yeah. I'm picking us to win. That's who I'm picking. Then we have William and Mary, where we know we're going to choose Virginia in that one. So we're going to take a quick break here because this is actually the bye week after William and Mary. So a good time to take a quick break. And then we'll come back. And then it's the two games that I feel like every year Virginia might steal one at North Carolina, at Miami. So we'll make continue those predictions after we get back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the wait is over the shy returns with new episodes on paramount plus what brings you to the shy opportunity everybody get down walk right up to the a new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Fern Truly for Wild House 24-7. That is DJ Wright, also known as OG Who or known as RVA Who. Before uh, that account got suspended on you, un- unrightfully right. so. You need you need right. that you need that account back. Twitter, let it happen. Um, he's Elon. also <laughs> Elon Musk. Let it let it happen. <laughs> Get back RVA who um, you are RVA who on Wahoo's twenty four seven though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So you still kept okay. that 
get that old uh, old name there. So if you see him in uh, Wahoo's 24-7 message boards, he is the original RVA who. And he's also um, has his own podcast on the Roll Up Network called The Hill that he will be bringing back uh, for this upcoming season. So we were breaking down the schedule for Virginia's 2023 season, and we are coming back from the bye week, which has two mm-hmm. really big games for Virginia. Um, I think it always feels like Virginia has these these two back to back, and it always is one of the toughest parts of the schedule. The good news, they do have that bye week, and they have William and Mary, and then the bye week. No disrespect to William and Mary, but it's a it's a nice two week time for Virginia to kind of recuperate from a very very tough start to the season. And when I look at this, you see at North Carolina, ESPN gives it a thirteen point eight percent chance of winning. And at Miami, they gave a 13.4% chance of winning. So ESPN is highly favoring those two ACC teams. And I get it. It's on the road. And again, like I just said at, against Boston College, if that game was on the road, if I was at home, I would feel differently. I think Virginia can steal one of those games because, one, I've seen Miami play last year. And until Coach Cristobal in Miami shows a good quality product on the field, recruiting rankings won't win you games. So Miami still has got that question mark on there. They, there's definitely a talent gap there. So when you think of Miami and UNC, there's always questions on that defense. So yes, they have a lot of good offensive playmakers coming back, obviously with Drake May, but UNC's defense, I believe ranked dead last in the ACC last year. So I think UVA can sneak one of those te- one of those wins, either at UNC or at Miami. Again, this all has to come – everything has to come together. Virginia is always going to have a small margin of error. But I think they can steal one. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I definitely think they can steal one. And uh, before we go on to them, I got to shout out, you know, the home team again, William & Mary. Shout out Big Big London, Mike London and Lil London. Mike and his son over there. Uh Coach Carter, you know, they got a, they got a bunch Matt of good Johns. coaches over there. Matt Johns, I, I can't, I don't know if Razar Dallin's still over there or not, but he was over there on the staff too. I don't know if he's still there, but yeah, that's a win. William and Mary, we already know. Gonna change that diaper, you know. Let's <laughs> go. We we gotta get you. It ain't personal. We love you, <laughs> but it's just business. But uh, UNC. Yeah, they, I feel like their defense might actually be a little better. But then again, you know, they lost uh, Cam Kelly to the transfer portal by way of Virginia, by way of Louisville. So uh, Cameron's gone. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They lost Tony. Tony Grimes, I think he's going to go snap down there in Texas A&M. He didn't got down there with a good system. I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to be pretty, pretty good and go on next level and be pretty, pretty consistent. But as far as that UNC defense, I don't know nobody over there. Nobody else. They got to make a name for themselves. But, I mean, he was dead last, so you got to maybe get better. Maybe they'll be second to last. But, and at the same time, there's a chance the offense could fall apart because – you know, they lost Josh Downs, who was such a major and integral part, intricate part to that system. You know what I'm saying? Besides running the precise routes and being there every time, on time, all the time for Drake May, you know, you might have somebody there who might be there sometimes, half the time, and no time. But then again, that's that's another Virginia guy, Andre. Andre God over there, you know, big wide receiver from St. Christopher's over there. He's going he's a real one. Shout him out. Oh, you want to come on home? Call us. You know, you know, but I think we steal that one. And the Miami game is going to be sort of along the same lines that we're facing. You know, until Crystal Ball, until Tony can put a consistent product on the field, Tyler, you, you ain't no different. You are who we thought you were. Two years in a row, bub. Two years in a row, you'd have been the same TVD, and I don't understand what they're crying about, what they talking about. You this and you that. So it's been a lot of a lot of cap going on. So he's a good ball player, but hey, I, I can't call it. I'm gonna say the same thing when I go on the big three. 
Shout them, shout them boys out, Larry. I'm gonna tell you the same thing. You know, <laughs> you you got you got to prove to me, big dog. Just like we got to prove. So, I think the UNC game we should win. I think Drake's gonna put up numbers, but again, we have a defense that I think can win games this season. You know, and that's that's. That's expected that the offense can, again, take advantage of the situations that are given to you. you get the ball inside day 20 on a turnover, get, get some points. You get some points. You can't not yeah, the, de- the Virginia three. defense you is going to give you opportunities. <laughs> yes. So we're going to have plenty of opportunities in this game. Again, you know, a lot of these predictions are so hard this year because we haven't seen the product, actually. You know, we've seen a spring game. You know, but what's well, it's, a, it's everyone. Up, it's also because there's so many transfers too. So it's hard to figure out yes. how these transfers like Louisville. Yeah. We're going to talk about Georgia Tech first, but Louisville's down down the down the way, and they had so many transfer portal guys. So when you're looking at their roster, like most of these players weren't even there. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a a different vibe when you're doing these preseason predictions. A little harder doing it because there's so many yeah. new older faces on the team. Um, but before we get to Louisville. Uh, they face Georgia Tech, which ESPN has them favored by 52.6% on there, on their FPI. I agree with that. I, I pick Virginia in this game, too. It's going to be at home after yeah. those two away. I, I pick Virginia against Georgia Tech. Yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Virginia. That's us all the way. Georgia Tech, y'all still trying to find y'all self. If you had asked me maybe last December or January, I would say Virginia had a little bit of a more better chance, especially under the former head coach at Louisville. But this game at Louisville against new coach, Coach Brom, and all of the, like, I mean, Jeff Brom hit that transfer portal hard. It's hard for me not to pick Louisville because of that, because of what talent they were able to bring. Um, again, for them, is can you gel so many transfers in one bet? So that's the question for Louisville. They have the talent now. Can they make it work? Well, I think Louisville's going to be one of the most improved teams in the ACC, just looking out as of right now. Um, I'm going us with a dub on that one. I'm going hmm. to be different. I'm, I'm going to go with it on this one. I'm going in on Louisville. All that Papa John's and KFC Young Money, they finna leave with all of it. They, you paid them and they leaving with all of it because you know what you did. You went and bought the worst defense. You, you bought the most, the worst defensive backfield in the ACC last year, which you did. And I seen one of them up close. So we're going to call this. <laughs> I seen them. I, I seen them. So ain't nobody got to tell me about one of them. Besides seeing them for the, for the, for the, for the sky blue guys, I seen them. I seen that. And you went and bought them. You got it. Okay. Put your money where your mouth is. We're going to see it. Because I think we got, we owe you one from the substitute teacher that y'all put in and y'all beat us with. That was disrespectful. Disrespectful. We lost to the substitute teacher. They put that guy in and he torched us. So we owe him a favor. We owe them a favor. And I don't think they defense, I don't care who you went and bought. They ain't going, they ain't buy enough five stars yet. All right. I'm still waiting to learn how to turn a toilet into gold because I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. So, W. Okay. So, the next game is a game that I think if, I think this year is going to mean a lot more to Virginia fans than I think normally would. Uh, just, just a vibe that I'm giving on the message boards. It's Duke. Duke at home at Scott Stadium. I think because of the recruiting battles that are occurring between both programs lately, um, I think this one's going to mean more for a few Virginia fans now, more so than I think in the last few years. Right now, ESPN is giving the edge to Duke to take the win on the road at Scott Stadium. Yeah, they have uh, Mm. Virginia at only a 41.4% chance of winning, so not an over. Right, it's not like highly favored here, Duke. Like Louisville is only twenty-one percent chance of winning for Virginia. This is forty-one chance of forty-one percent chance, and I get it. Duke is returning Riley Leonard at quarterback, so you have that experienced guy under center. So I get it. And if you look last year, Virginia didn't perform well against the against the Blue Devils in Durham. So again, I get it. I don't. I I, I still might. Pick Virginia over Duke 
because I, at that point, you're hoping that the Virginia offense is clicking a lot better than it was last year at this yeah. point against the Blue Devils. I think it's one of those situations where I think Virginia has the talent in this game to win, and if you look at the matchups, it looks good. It's going to be a close game because Elko has done a great job in that program too. But, um, yeah, I, I, I could see UVA winning this one. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. The fact that they picked a win in your house, this is a message that I have here for my coaches, my staff. They picked Duke to win at your house. And this ain't, we ain't talking Coach K basketball. We're talking football. And you know why that is? Because they dragged y'all last year. They ran up and down the field, beat you at the point of attack. They beat you every single way last year. Every single way possible. Come on. I think I that was, I think, I, I, think, I think, I think that was the, the worst game for UVA. That one and yes. Pitt were the two that stand out from last year. Yep, um, that dude game was one like of the you, worst you can't even say well. like like oh, yeah because like at Miami at least you can say the defense played a good game. I mean, and special teams too. To to be fair to them, I think if I remember correctly, it was that was just overall it was it was nothing went right for them in that game against uh, Duke. It was just I mean, heck, the I think the team didn't even have power the night before because the hurricane came through in North Carolina. So they didn't even have power leading up to that, that night in the game. I mean, nothing went right for that team. So yeah, that business, disgusting business coaches. Y'all listening. That can never happen again. Ever. Disgusting business. We don't even need to go into the details of that game. Shout out John Burden over there at Duke. I see what you're doing on the trail, but we gonna butt heads real soon, especially after this game. Jamie on Franklin, I believe, is still on the D line. That was once like a UVA salad, and we all know it's salad season. Shh, don't tell it. Let's just let's let it play out. Yeah, Jamie on Franklin went there. He was here. He went to Notre Dame and then transferred to Duke. You know, you lost a head-to-head battle for Samaj last year. You lost, you're losing a couple more as we speak. Hey, coaches, do the right thing. Foot and butt. That's it. We ain't talking lacrosse. We ain't talking basketball. We ain't talking golf. We ain't talking diving. We're not talking Coach K basketball because we all know they sorry now. They sorry now. <laughs> We're done. We're done with them now. So, we gonna make it make sense from here on out. Right, we should never. Vegas better never ever favor Duke. Duke better sign like ninety nine five stars before that happen. And your roster can't even be that big before they favor so Duke over us again. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're picking UVA over in this game. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I think we take this one for sure. I think and the then- players are gonna be just as just as fired up. They haven't forgot. You know. No. That the the whole their defensive line was there. That defense, that, that defense is going to take it personal a little bit. I think. I think yes. they're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you don't need, you don't even need to watch the film. You know how you looked and you felt after that game. You went and sat on the bus to go home on a plane. You got beat up by a bunch of nerds. They took it to you. They smacked you with all the books, right upside the head multiple times. Yeah, they're gonna be pretty upset. I, I believe so, in my heart, anyway. But again, yeah. <laughs> well, this one's going to be a fun one for you to talk about. It's the last game of the year, oh, Virginia boy. Tech. <laughs> so the Hokies are favored by ESPN. Virginia they is likely to win. Again. Yes, but but I mean, talk about a toss-up percentage from ESPN. I mean, they have Virginia Virginia Perfect. losing. I mean, their chance of winning at 49.9%. I mean, it's not like they're favoring yeah. Virginia Tech. I mean, this is a toss-up. I mean, no ESPN doesn't even want to touch this game because they don't even know. Um, yeah, I honestly, out of, oof, like, looking at this game, again it's, uh, again, it's too early. They both have new pieces coming in this year. I think Virginia's offense, on paper, has the ability to be better. So you would 
give the a little bit of the edge to Virginia because they're home. So actually, I would do the opposite of ESPN and give you know a, you know just a point one percent edge to Virginia over Virginia Tech at this point because of yeah. the home field advantage. We know who I'm taking. It's not even a question. I know you're. I know there's not even a question. I shouldn't even ask this question. I should last just write down year, Virginia. First. Last year, we to beat you. Now, unless unless Grant and Grant Wells is gonna turn from Matt Johns to like Gerard Evans, get him out of here. He's nothing. He stinks. All right, he stinks. What's the guy you got from Baylor? You got him from Baylor because he got beat out by somebody else and he couldn't beat a sorry quarterback who just won three games. Stinks. It stinks, man. It stinks. You can win. If, if Twitter could win games, y'all would have been in the college football playoff every year. But you know what? It don't win a thing. You got a great entrance, but you ain't at home now yet. And we owe you something. For that, for that stinky backup lineman, that practice squad lineman on my Cowboys that they need to go ahead and cut, playing that flag at our 50-yard line. Op Hoffman. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him, Op Hoffman. Planting that flag on our field. We owe you one. We owe him. Yeah. So, so, so I think uh, I think we're going to win that game. So right now when you look at the schedule, I mean, it, it seems like – we both are. So Caesars has UVA at three and a half games for this year as how much they're expecting them to win. And it looks like mm-hmm. ESPN's about the same. I think I like when I first saw that, I like I said in the podcast a few weeks ago, I said, I think if I were a betting person, I would probably bet the over just because I think the likelihood of them winning more than three and a half games is there. If everything again, this yes. is all with a little asterisks after you after you see Virginia in that opening few games. I mean, on paper, if you look at UVA and who they have, um, the talent, the potential of a lot of these athletes that on is on this roster, you should bet the over if just as a potential on itself. Now, will they go to a bow? I, I would be harder for me to bet on that, but the potential is there. But I do feel like betting on the over at three and a half games is a good bet. Right now, yes. if you look at the schedule, we I think we both chose at least four games, just like just going over this. And there's some games that we were 50 50 on. Yeah. That, so I, I think that's that's the key here is a lot of the games are so tight because we don't know much about the ACC yet. This ACC is very different and how it looks. A lot of question marks. I mean, a lot of teams have new quarterbacks starting through the transfer portal era has changed this preseason prediction. Because you're like, I don't, we don't know all the pieces yet. I mean, Virginia is getting some of the transfers to enroll now. So, you know, Brian Stevens, Jimmy Christ, those old linemen just got onto campus now. So it's hard to see how those pieces will work. But the potential is there for Virginia to win more than three and a half games, which is right now the preseason prediction for Virginia, according to Vegas and ESPN. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely would take over three and a half wins. We've established that. The big question, like I, like you said, you know, it's, it all comes with an asterisk this preseason. There's a lot of unanswered questions in the places that score the most points. So that's going to be a do tell all, you know, for what type of season we're going to be in. But either way, you know, unless even with the offense that we had last year, it, we we getting over three and a half games. It was just it, it was a it was an aura last year that just harbored us. I don't know what it was. I can't figure it out still. But something in the air was just it was something. Right now, the sense is that there is more buying in that locker. That yeah, we we didn't we didn't hear much of that in the season leading like the months leading into the season, but we certainly heard it more during the first or two, couple weeks of the season. So there's looks to be. be a, a good buy-in in there. And a lot of the younger guys, that was something that we heard last year and we're still hurting there. They're hungry. This younger group is hungry to get on the field. And you're seeing that, you know, you're seeing the Trey McDonald's, you're seeing the Stevie Bracey, you're seeing the Dakota Tweedy who's practicing with the team. You're seeing these 
freshman, like you're seeing Mikhail Boley, the freshman lineman. You're seeing all these linemen, uh, first-year linemen that are coming at Noah Demerit. You're seeing all these guys that are fighting for more playing time. Terrell Jones on the D-line. Yes, you have all these experienced guys, but all those younger guys that came in as freshmen and even some of those, you know, sophomores, those guys are really hungry to get on the field. You see, you know, so that's where I think you're getting more of that buy-in energy. So again, it's a, there's potential there for this season for Virginia. So they just need to start creating more momentum to continue on that and get, um, get things going. So do you feel better as after the spring and just, you know, final thoughts on where, where things kind of stand with you? Yeah. So my final thoughts is, you know, ain't nowhere to go, but up from here. And, uh, if you want down when we was all, if you want down for the home team, when we was down in the mud, like we was last year, with the things that transpire, don't don't look to ride the wave when it goes all the way up. You know, just like you said, the, the young guys, we saw a lot of the young guys get into the games last season towards the end of the season, and they were actually some of the most impactful at times. So it's going to be good to see mm-hmm. J.R. Wilson being in the spot. Yep, being in the spot now and taking advantage of more playing time. With that sense of, you know what I'm saying, togetherness, you know, the the, the, the new family, you know what I'm saying, they, they want to fight for their head coach. So it's going to be good to see. And I, the shout out to the, the transfers coming in, all the new guys. It's a great getting a group of guys like we just got. But I can't stress that enough. It's a good group of transfers that we pulled in. You know, Jimmy. Getting back home, he he done been at a big program, so he know how some things right. He gonna be at practice, serious as hell. He gonna be coming to play, and he ain't trying to let his brother down. <laughs> he ain't trying to let Big Tommy down. So you know, I'm I'm happy for that. Brian Stevens, he a guy that's highly rated. He could have went. That man, yeah, young man could have went anywhere. Dion probably still tried. To best uh, hey, best hey. best guard according to Pro Football yeah. Focus at FCS level. So, yeah, one of the best. You know, you gonna. That's what, he's a grown man right there. I be seeing him on Donovan Johnson Instagram story. He's a he's a big dude. He's he's a he's a people leader. He's he's a big guy. He's a hog molly right there in the line where you need it in the trenches to fight. Mikael Boley coming back. His, his dad's an NFL linebacker. You don't think he's getting great training? He used to get on my nerves playing the Cowboys. He used to destroy Tony Romo on the regular. I expect that from his son. Same bloodline. There's things I expect. And then analytics couldn't tell me anymore about some stuff you want to add up about players' height. Malcolm Green comes home. Let's do it. Let's. Let, I'm with it. I love the guys that they just brought in with the group of guys that we already had on defense. The young, you know what I'm saying? They brought some veteran guys in at the right positions, you know what I'm saying, on that offensive line. That's good. The quarterback. That's good. And guys, they they should come in think, to go to work. Yeah, they attack the portals in the in a smart way. Um, yes. I know a lot of people get frustrated with sometimes not instant gratification in the transfer portal, but like I've explained in several of the podcasts, the transfer portal for Virginia is a long process trying to figure out who can actually get into the school before they're able to even extend an offer and extend an opportunity to visit. And then you have to manage your official visit, um, I guess, limitations because you're only uh, you only allowed 56 official visits total. And that includes high schoolers and transfers. So there's a lot of things that you need yeah. to figure out before offering. So focusing on kids and guys that are from the state like they did to try to get them home is certainly a good way to start starting those relationships because those guys are more than likely wanting to come home to play in front of family after being away for one, two, three, or four years. Of the moves that they made, I just, I love the progress that we made as a program this offseason. Not no huge, loud way, you know. Uh, you don't need to be out here on Twitter winning every single battle. As long as you winning inside the office, long as them 80-some guys or 50-some guys know, and everybody's on the same page, we can't have five people on page 12, and 10 people on page nine. Everybody got to be on page one together and gradually turn the page as long as that happened. And I, as I seen and as I felt, you know, at the spring game, we on the right path. 
you got the facilities becoming you know it's only a matter of time before a lot of things change and i think we're headed in the right direction and i think that's a good way uh to kind of end this episode there dj but i want you to let everybody know how to find you so that they know you know follow you on twitter or where to listen to your podcast uh, you can follow me on Twitter at OGHoo34, you know, uh, podcast. I'm on all all your platforms, Spotify, you know, Apple, uh, uh, iTunes, and just look up the Hill Podcast. We'll be out there. I'm going to try to this season drop every Friday, but we know I'll be adult now. Yeah, three kids is rough. They're young, you know, so we got to keep it going, but we're going to keep it going for the people. We're going to keep all the segments rolling this year. So, you know, no matter what you do, just make sure you don't forget. It's all about this hoop. <laughs> don't ever, ever forget. No matter what we do, ladies and gentlemen, you can look to the person next to you when you get, when as soon as you're done listening, just look right at your wife or your husband. Look right there in the face. They're going to be like, what? Be like, it's all about this hoop. And they're going to be like, oh, you're silly. Be like, no, look at him dead straight in the face again. <laughs> it's all about this hoop. I said, that's all it's about. Yeah, we got to make sure Carter knows that already since he's uh, since they're young. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He know, <laughs> he know what time it is. Carter, Scott playing softball too. UVA softball, come get you one. <laughs> come get you one. <laughs> <laughs> Recruiting so. early. That's how it starts, right? Yeah, I got to get oh, him yeah. early. So I appreciate you joining the show, DJ. No doubt. It's always fun. Look forward, look forward to it every single year. That's how we get ready for this season. So this is the kickoff. Yeah, and of course, we'll be back here next week on Tuesdays. And if you like what you're hearing, continue to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And go ahead and like this YouTube channel, like this video, so it helps us in our algorithm. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and rate us and leave us a review. Again, it'll help us continue to grow our show. But for DJ, I'm Jackie Franchuli, and hope you guys have a good rest of your day. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.